Welcome to episode number 18 of the Active Geek Podcast, entitled Batman vs. Superman. So two weeks ago, we talked about Batman. Last week, we talked about Superman. Now, we're talking about Batman vs. Superman. DC's 1A and 1B superheroes finally fighting each other. Chuck and I discuss why they're fighting, what this means for the DC Universe, and then we look further into the movie that's coming out on March 25th, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. The main thing we focus on is the movie, because that's pretty much what we love. We love movies and TV and and stuff like that. So we talk about the choices for the acting, the casting decisions. We talk about people getting cut from the movie, where they go from here, how this affects the Justice League. Um, We talk about Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, Lex Luthor, Cyborg... Um, Ezra Miller a little bit, um, but other than that, this is a, a pretty big podcast because we're hoping that Batman vs. Superman makes Warner Brother and DC's projected numbers so the DC Cinematic Universe can be existent and they don't have to reboot everything and start over with a new Batman movie. Alright, well without further ado, here's episode number 18 of the Active Geek Podcast entitled Batman vs. Superman. Alright Chuck, so... The Battle of the Ages is coming within two to three weeks. Yes. So imagine that as a kid, like growing up, you see Batman fighting Darth Vader. Like two of your big heroes yep. fighting each other. What would you think about that? I'm not huge on crossovers. Um, I like kind of what they're doing with the... In the same universe. Mm. But I'm not a huge crossover fan. But if you saw that, like two of the people that you, you kind of looked up to. Yeah. Even take the whole crossover away. Okay. Put Batman in the realm of he gets dropped into Star Wars or, okay. or whatever. Think about what what does that do to your child's psyche to see two of your favorites fight well, it out? mine. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah, because you, you know. Because it's not, you know, Batman fighting some... Little villain, it's yeah, it's not Batman versus Black Mask. No, it's Batman versus somebody who could potentially really kill him. Yep, and that's what we have coming in the next few weeks. We have DC Warner Brothers, DC Cinematic Universe's biggest gamble and probably their biggest storyline at this point um, Batman versus Superman. You've seen the previews, mm-hmm. and by previews, I mean the entire movie. Yeah, if you've seen, they're everything. just showing way too much. Yeah, they. I think it's just like because they look at it as a gamble, they're like, all right, we have to get this out. We got to make sure that they know that Doomsday's in it. They got to make sure that Lex is in it, and then the only person we haven't seen is Aquaman. You know, and they're they're pumped about that. They casted him, but we don't see him. Mm-hmm. Overall, based on you know the storyline and it coming into a movie, would you agree that it's reminiscent of? Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns storyline, briefly, a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think it it has some influence in it. Yeah, the Ben Affleck's Batman is Frank Miller's Batman, and I like that. essentially because you don't get the suit that you want. No, but it's his Batman, so it's grittier, it's older, it's a you know a more seasoned hero. I, I and we've talked that it's in the Batman. That's my favorite storyline. Yeah. So, to go with similarities to that storyline, 
I really like it. And then you throw in the fact that he's not fighting the Joker, which in Dark Knight Returns, the yeah. Joker is the immediate threat. Mm-hmm. But the the overall picture, even in Dark Knight Returns, is Superman. Yeah. And we, we pick up where, I guess, truly a, a Man of Steel sequel. So we pick up where Clark, and not Clark, I can't say Clark because he's not in his glasses. Superman and Zod are crashing through Gotham into Wayne Enterprises and puts the building down. Yeah. That, is that where you think it starts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, the whole thing is he sees the destruction that he's doing and it's like he's got to be stopped. Yeah. And because what Batman deals with is immediate threats to the city. Mm-hmm. This is a threat to the world. Yeah, I think the, the biggest threat that Batman has had was when Ra's al Ghul was going to take out the city. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's localized. Yeah. And now we're on a global scale where this being came from another Earth. He's yeah. an alien. And threat, I mean, he has the power to destroy the world. He doesn't, but, and I think Batman sees it that way. Like, mm-hmm. yes, he's, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But how quick can he turn bad? Yeah, absolutely. And then just kill everybody. And based on the general storyline of what DC and Warner Brothers are doing right now, this is Superman's first year, first go at being Superman. Yeah. Because you figure if you travel through the Man of Steel super, uh, timeline, you know, Zod comes and they don't wait a year. They don't wait until Superman's polished and isn't a rookie. He comes in and they're fighting. And if that's where you see Zod and Superman coming through the buildings, Batman and Bruce and, you know, the whole city of Gotham and the world outside of Metropolis, they don't know about Superman. They don't know that this guy exists. So now, you know, there's no pre-existing Justice League connection like in Batman, um, The Dark Knight Returns. It's, this is a threat. I have to, you know, I have to summarize what I need to do and I actually have to prepare for this threat. I know he's stopping a bigger threat, but how do I... Stop and then like a, a bigger threat on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the outcome of the movie is going to be? Well, from what we've seen, um, one of the big bads is uh, Doomsday. Yeah, um, I think what's happening there, you know, Batman and Superman they're fighting, they have their differences, and then they see this other threat, mm-hmm. and they put their differences aside and say, "Okay, we got bigger things to deal with." Yeah. And then Wonder Woman comes in, and the Trinity's right there, mm-hmm. and then, boom, Justice League. So, you mentioned Doomsday. Yeah. And I don't want to gloss over this. Doomsday looks like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I actually have that in my notes. Um, he did. I, I don't... I hope they polished him up, because at Doomsday, I think, you see, like... He looks like... He kind of looks like rocks. He looks like a glacier. Yeah, and he's got the... It looks like crystallized fossil and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like hanging from his chin, and he had the like the one ponytail. I could deal with that. Yeah, but, but but he's he's more jagged and not rounded. Yeah, he's 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 rough. Yeah, um, he's what you would imagine Krampus to be. Yeah, like an Arctic doomsday. But the the way they looked at it, he just kind of he's. He looks like he looks like an experimental turtle. Yeah, he looks like Michelangelo. Swamp Thing and Admiral Akbar had a baby. And we've seen the first trailer 
but we haven't seen anything since. So maybe they decided to polish it up. I think I think that's what they're going to go with it, because based on what we've seen now, they're they're giving us everything that we want to see. The fans want to see. They um they're trying to throw out every sexy aspect of this movie to make it look like it's going to be a mega hit, mm-hmm. right? So, I think that's what we're going to get with Doomsday. I think he's going to look like a Ninja Turtle reject, only because it's the experiment experimental phase, right? So they they created Doomsday from what I'm imagining to be Zod, yeah, because Michael Shannon's corpse is in this movie, yeah. and it's it's different from. How Doomsday was created. Yeah. Zod, I mean, Zod and Doomsday exist together. Mm-hmm. Not one becomes the other. Well, I don't know if you know much about Doomsday, but he was crea- He was an experiment, just like this. But he was a, um, a child uh-huh. that was uh, put on Krypton 25,000 years before Superman. Yeah. And by a scientist named Burton. Okay. And he was... Um, LeVar Burton? I, I'm not sure. It's just, oh, God, I hope he is. <laughs> I hope it's LeVar Burton. So he's just... Uh, and the child dies. Okay. And after decades of trying and recloning hmm. this experiment, they get doomsday. So it's like what Darren Cross did in Ant-Man with the goats or with the sheep. Bring in 22A, bring in 23A, and it was just like... But this is the same... It was one child that they just keep recloning. And they said, what what happens is he becomes to hate life. Yeah. And that's how Doomsday is formed. Yeah, because there's... Once you... I mean, once you clone a a person so many times, you take... Whether you believe in it or not, I think you take the internal soul or the being of that person and it's completely gone. So of course he's going to be an anti-life, anti-humanity type of person yeah. or, or creature now because he's not a human. So, so it's different the way the comics, but it's still kind of, it looks like a clone experiment kind yeah. of type. So they kind of kept that scene, um, but it looks like more Lex. Oh yeah, it's all Lex. Is, is rather than this Borton guy. Um, LeVar Burton. <laughs> LeVar Burton. So, he's too busy reading rainbows. <laughs> and wearing funny sunglasses. I love those sunglasses. They're the greatest. Um, so he's... So they kind of went with that. You know what I mean? Like how he was created. But I just hope they... I wish they went with more of the traditional look. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They kind of created their own. Because, and, and think about it. The two... The, the three, for, the, for that matter. The three, the Trinity. You know, Wonder Woman and Clark Kent, Superman, and Bruce Wayne, Batman... Their suits are strictly right up to the comics. Like it's it's like you're reading a live action comic book. Yeah, I mean they're pretty spot on. Yeah, and then you got Lex Luthor with hair, and I'm sure he's gonna lose his hair during the movie when yeah. he gets exposed to Kryptonite. Um, and then you got Doomsday looking like a Ninja Turtle. I I get that I get the whole artistic liberties right, but your main critics of this movie. Like you know, the Academy is not going to nominate this for Best Picture. Right? No, you're but, making your money off the fans. Yeah, the people that are allegiant to this property that you have, and if you completely destroy it, or you you know you take these civil liberties and make it look like a Ninja Turtle, it's going to be a little confusing to people. Wait, it is Superman and Batman? Do they cross over with Teenage Ninja Turtles? Like, is that what a fan's going to like? A not not a, a polished fan like us, people who 
and who know the the properties, but if like a new fan comes in and says, "Oh, that's an evil Ninja Turtle," well, see, I I feel like, and it's not just DC. It's it's a lot of no, it's movies in general. It, movies, Marvel, and properties like this. When you have source material, people know it. Yeah. Now, like Star Wars, you know what I mean? When they brought Kylo Ren in, new character, they created from scratch. Yeah, he could have looked like anything in the world, mm-hmm. and everyone would be fine with it. But when you have an iconic, and Doomsday is iconic, yeah. because he killed Superman. Superman. Yep. So you have this iconic figure, and you're going to change it. Yeah, I don't. That's think... where I feel that Hollywood in general is kind of like, I know you're trying to, like you said, the artistic liberties, but you need to stay true. Oh, absolutely. I think that, like, first of all, this Donatello reject doesn't look like it's going to kill Superman anytime soon. No. Um, and I think, we, we've talked about it and we said it, that this is the experimental phase. And this is a rough copy of Doomsday. So maybe he will evolve and maybe his, like, his form will change. However, I think this is what we're going to get. Um, we, do we have any other reason why they're fighting Batman versus Superman? Or is it just basically Batman's like, i got to eradicate this guy? That's what I get. I haven't, you know, obviously we haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. But from... The trailers and what I've read, like, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Superman, now, what What if this is a twist? Superman kills Batman's parents. Like, that, that'd be crazy, right? I mean, we are going to see his parents. Yeah, you know. Um, in some aspects. This is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And uh, Lauren, pa- Lauren Cohan. Is Papa Wayne and... Mama Wayne. Mama Wayne, yeah. So that's crazy. Two, um... Two Walking Dead, Walking Dead characters. And one may be killing the other in, in Walking Dead. We, we don't know. Negan could be killing Maggie, or vice versa. Maggie could kill Negan. Yeah. And that would be... That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, did you know, um, this was based on a little little research I did, um, that in a, an alternate timeline, the Waynes adopted an orphan Superman. I did not know that. And Superman became Batman. That's kind of weird. That, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. It was like a, like a Superman-Batman. Which is pretty cool. I don't know where Bruce kind of fit into this whole um, demographic, but it's, they adopted a. It sounds Superman. like the Supergirl kind of. Yeah. Yeah, where um, where a family. The Danvers, yeah. Yeah, they had a child and. They adopt another one, and yeah. she becomes super, and the other one becomes like an FBI, I think, yeah, working for a DEO. All right, so. We, we've talked about the footage, but overall, let's go back to the very first time you saw the footage, right? Which was not a year ago, but probably around Comic-Con, right? San Diego Comic-Con, yeah. so around June. First impressions, what did you think? Honestly, I didn't like the metal suit. Okay. Um, I know that's in the comics, mm-hmm. and he needs that to fight. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, I never liked the metal suit. Yeah. Uh, it looks clunky. It looks, you know, he, he looks like Iron Age Batman. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but that, that was my biggest gripe about it. Yeah. I I would have to say, um, I like the, I like the tone. Yeah. The grittiness. And we've talked about this before. Um, I liked everything else. It was just, that was the only thing that was turned off to me. Okay. I'm I'm kind of opposite because I he is the Dark Knight, right? So what do knights wear? 
suit of armor. Oh, yeah. Um, and with the main threat being this world punishing, world destroying. You need. Yeah, you, you need, need something. You need and, something and, and I understand that. Yeah. I just don't like it. Personally. Yeah, I, I get it. If it doesn't seem very practical, if you're fighting somebody who can fly Mach three. Yeah. And to me, has laser eyes. You know, it, it's it's not vibranium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, what? It looks like iron. It look yeah. And so. if you're moving around and you know, I guess your your grappling gun isn't going to, you know, be able to pull that suit fastly. You know, I'm sure it, you know Batman is, is is a tech genius, so I'm assuming he'll have something to work it. But it does it does appear a little clunky. But I I think the the suit. In, in my mind, is is a necessity. Um, going going out through the the footage, you know, the tone, like you said, the tone was right. Um, the suit, like you and I, are both pretty big on costume design, and yeah, you know, we want We we're kind of anal about that stuff because we we want to see our heroes portrayed in the right light, and I think they did a really good job with that. I, right. The one thing that I will say is that the thing that I liked about the footage is. It does turn Superman into the villain because, yeah. like, the government wants to see him. Batman's got a great about him, and it it shows how quickly people can kind of be swayed and kind of look and be, I, I guess, ignorant to the cause that, like, yeah, this guy just saved our life, mm-hmm. right? He saved our city. What was the first thing that we do? We're gonna turn on him because he can destroy our city. But you gotta, you have to believe in purity. You gotta believe that this guy is morally right. If he's not morally right, then, yeah, he's going to destroy your city. He was there as Clark Kent for so long before he even put on the suit. How come he didn't destroy the city then? Yeah. You know what I mean? So but they don't see it. that. They see you're a threat and... It's the what have you done for me now yeah. kind of thing. I get it. Um, the main thing, and we'll keep going with the footage. So the next part of the footage when they released was the nightmare sequence um, where... We don't know if that's a dream, or do or do we know it's a dream? I don't. I don't know yet. What do you think? I don't think it's a dream. Okay. I. I because I was wondering when I seen it. I was like, "What the hell is it?" Because you know it's Batman in a trench coat, trench coat and, and goggles. Yeah, and you know he's in some kind of desert or something mm-hmm. like, and it's like, "What the hell is going on?" Do you think? Do you think that might be like Fort Ross? Could be. Do you think they taught? They kind of throw that Easter egg in there? Because, you know, um, Superman met with, you know, Christopher Maloney's character and Amy Adams at the desert. So maybe this is the same desert where we have, like, an underground fortress of solitude at this moment, like a desert. It's kind of like their DEO from Superman. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Superman, Superman's got Superman soldiers, and I'm still on the fence on if it's a great dream or not because it is called the nightmare sequence. So maybe... Maybe it is Bruce having a really hard, hard dream that he, yeah. you know, his Batman can't really stand up to this. What do you think of the Nightmare Batman suit? It's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 completely different. And we're going to see so many different variations of the co- costume this, because it, this year. You know, in recent movies and iterations, we see just basically one suit. Yeah, and it's it's that like kind of like black. It's all black, but it's also got the, um, well, there's a little bit of silver if you count George Clooney's, um, and nipples, but it's kind of like, uh, Kevlar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you see that kind of bulky, like, shiny suit. 
And now we, and have, we and have your favorite suit, man. Yeah, it's my favorite suit. It's, it's very gritty. It's pattern-like. Yeah. You know, it, it, it kind of only look. The pattern kind of looks like a burlap sack. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not. It looks like he's wearing Under Armour. Yeah, it, it's tight. It's, um, it looks breathable. Yeah, definitely and, looks breathable. And, and movable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, uh, Val Kilmer and even... Christian Bales. They were all, looked very tight. And there wasn't, and even in The Dark Knight, you know, um, Bruce goes to Lucius and says, I need something with mobility. Like, it's to stop knives yeah. and dog bites. So, you know, it was flawed. It looks like this suit is kind of, again, he's a seasoned hero, so he knows what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And it might be time for something more practical. Did you see that Under Armour released uh, their new alter, uh, alter Ego line? No. Of, you know, they do this uh, seasonally where it's the super, superhero shirts, right? So we saw an Iron Man one, and I've seen a Magneto one. Um, they've released the Batman vs. Superman line. And oh. they have a gray, tight-ass, like, Lycra shirt with the logo on it. Huge logo. I'll have to go to Under Armour today. It's $35. I'll have to go today. Yeah. And they have, they, <laughs> they have a Gotham, um, Gotham City varsity jacket, but it's all black. So it's like a lighter black, um, and wool front. Yeah. And like dark black sleeves and it says Gotham City embroidered on the back. I think I need to it's go It's pretty there. dope. I'll, sh- I'll show it to you after, um, after this. But, you know, I think that the marketing-wise, they're doing fantastic yeah. with this. Um, but there, it is kind of oversaturating. The movie's coming out, and we've seen the previews probably three or four times since we've we've done this, this podcast today. And, yeah, and, and it's we just 20 saw. minutes. Um, so I, I get what they're doing because this is, again, a, a huge gamble. All right, so this is going to be the, the first time that we're going to see Wonder Woman. In a movie, yeah, I know we've seen the we talked about the Linda Carter um, series, but now we're gonna see Gal Gadot's take as Wonder Woman. So, if I'm not mistaken, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Wonder Woman is gonna be five thousand years old, yeah, in the storyline. So, how do you think that a five thousand year old Amazonian goddess fits into modern day Gotham and Metropolis? Well. She's had different iterations throughout her tenure. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a uh, military nurse. Mm-hmm. She was a government official. Um, this one, she looks more like a socialite. Yeah, with that, uh, she had like a maroonish dress on. Yeah, dress on. and she's at some fundraiser with Bruce and Lex, and actually, and um, Clark's there too. And Clark's there. He's probably more covering it, mm-hmm. and then the socialites, you know. Because Bruce has money, Lex has money. It looks like she's kind of that socialite kind of type. Mm-hmm. High power, high money. Um, I think that's how she fits. Uh, in her own movie, she looks more like the... Uh, the war nurse. The war, war nurse. Yeah. So, you know, she changes. Looks like she changes throughout. Yeah. Um, and she's ageless, mm-hmm. yeah. which is great. So she can. she's kind of like Wolverine yeah. in a sense that she can She can kind of fit the, the period that she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, because of how old she is, do you think she knows Bruce is Batman? Because you see them get a little cuddly. And she's like, you've never seen seen someone like me. I don't know. Um. Because who mean, knows how long she's been in Gotham. Yeah. So. I it, mean, she's been in Gotham for a hundred years. And she could know all the Waynes. And she could be 
Bruce's daddy or she, mommy. She couldn't be Bruce's <laughs> daddy, but she Bruce's mom. You know what would be a cool twist, and they'll never do this, and it's never been written, but based on this storyline, how awesome would that be if Wonder Woman was part of the Court of Owls? Because that's an ancient organization that kind of ran yeah. Gotham from the shadows. If she's five thousand years old, oh my god! If she started the Court of Owls, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be great for a Batman uh, solo movie. The Court of Owls in general. Well, once we get started, we can start. God, could you imagine us going to Ben Affleck and be like, "This is what we want for your Batman movie. You direct it, we'll write it." That'd be shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, she. I think that she is kind of the the mediator in in this whole part too, Um, because you have seasoned Bruce, rookie Clark, Mm -hmm. but then you have the mega veteran. So you have Jamie Moyer, essentially of the Phillies staff, with young Cole Hamels and Cliffley. I or Roy Holiday. I honestly don't think they know she's Wonder Woman until that fight. Yeah, oh, I think so too. But I think that's when she comes in and mediates and is like, "Listen, yeah. dude, you got to get your shit together. We've got got Donatello coming at us, <laughs> driven <laughs> rocks. Yeah, you guys are, you know, having this little schoolyard fight, and then we got this big bully over here that is going to destroy the world. Yeah. You know, put your difference aside. Let's get this shit done. Yeah, let's. We can handle this together. But, yeah, we can handle." You guys can handle your, your beef later. You know what I mean? You're not going to kill each other. Yeah. Superman's probably not going to kill Batman. And he, he's, he leads to it like, if I wanted to, it would already be done. Yeah. And oh, he could snap his neck with... He could just burn him. Yeah. He just, set him, he just set him on fire. But you're not like... Even if they were to fight to the end of this movie, no one's dying in this movie. If Batman yeah. dies, it's just based on... Um, because he got the shit beat out of him. It's not like Superman's going to pull his head out like yeah. a Mortal Kombat fatality. You know what I mean? Which he could do oh, that'd be, easily. That'd be epic. Just like ripping Zod's fucking head off with the skin just, coming out, the spine coming off him. That'd be great. Um, we've kind of talked about Zod's presence. Do you think he has more of of a presence, or is he just a frozen corpse? I think that's all he is. I think it's they're using his as an experiment to clone him to use his DNA to make Doomsday. That's disappointing. Um, Michael Shannon is was such a bright spot, and we we talked about that last episode. But Michael Shannon was such a bright spot in in that movie, and for him to be a one and done villain, it's kind of like Lee Pace in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like I want it more Ronan. I want more Zod. Yeah, um, so do I. But you know, that's the I guess the the double edged sword of it. Uh, our our love for it because we want to see the villain. But when, you know, when the movie's done and the villain's eradicated or killed or sent to jail or something, we want more of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like when we watch Arrow. You know what I mean? I want more Deathstroke. Are we going to get more Deathstroke? No. No. Um, I want more Captain Boomerang. (laughs) Are we going to get more Captain Boomerang? No. We'll get that in Suicide Squad. We'll get both of them in Suicide Squad. But, you know, you you feel for these characters and it's about the great portrayal of the villain. Like, I don't care about 2015 Fantastic Four Doctor Doom. I didn't want more of him. No. I didn't want any of that movie. I didn't want more of that movie. But, like, you know, with The Winter Soldier, I want more Winter Soldier. Or in um, The Dark Knight Returns, I wanted more Bane. You know what I mean? So it's, like, way to drop the ball on, one, great actor, and two, great character. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I understand the reasoning behind it. I'm just not, I'm not happy with it. Yeah. Do you think that, since we're on the topic of Zod, 
do you think that further down the line we may see him? No. So he's dead. He's gone. I think he's dead. dead, dead, dead. Well, I think he's just reincarnated into Doomsday. Okay. So there will be no more generals on. No. I don't. I don't personally. Does that Does that make you upset? I I wish they used him more. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like they could have. They could have sent him to the Phantom Zone. And then he break out again, and then it could have been a Man of Steel sequel too, where he's got to juggle fighting Doomsday and Thon. But who the hell knows, dude? We're not we're not the writers yet. I mean, that'd be great <laughs> if we could be. Um, but do you think Doomsday dies? Do you think that he no. this is a one and done shot, or are we going to see him in the th- Justice League? I think it. I don't think I think this movie's going to end on a cliffhanger. I think so too. And just you know, they're fighting and boom. And then it starts up in uh, Justice League 1. Okay. But, and that's a great, great segue on what we're going to talk about. You and I both read and, and heard separate interviews saying that if this movie does not gross $1 billion, is it globally or, or nationwide? I would think globally. Okay. Because nationwide is pretty hard. All right. So if this doesn't gross $1 billion, it's over. Yeah. And it's, they're going to they're gonna just start with a Batman movie and then recast Superman Maybe recast Wonder Woman and start fresh. Well, I mean, they they already got the Wonder Woman in the pipeline. Okay, so like it's being filmed. It'll now. be it'll mainly be recast Superman. Probably. Do you think this movie is going to make Star Wars and Jurassic World money? I think it has a chance to make a billion. Uh-huh. I don't think so. I think we talked before. I think it's going to be close to like seven hundred fifty. Okay. Um. So you think seven hundred fifty million? Yeah. That's my prediction. How much do you think that they it took to make the movie? Um, I say two fifty. Okay, so they they really want to triple their their budget. Yeah. The market is so is so weird though, Chuck. Because I think I think this has the potential to be a great movie because because it is you know it straddles the line between everyone's favorite superheroes. So pe- most people love Batman. A lot of people love Superman. So if they have both of them fighting each other, then they're going to go out and see it. Um, WB picked up a really good idea by moving it to March, though. Because if it was pit against Civil War, Civil War, I think, would have crushed it. Yeah, we talked about this in the Superman episode. You normally don't see blockbusters in March. Yeah. So they're really not going to have any competition until maybe April. I don't even think there's nothing good coming out in April. April, May of, my, of this magnitude. Yeah, so <coughs> so it's gonna have a good. I mean, kind of a Deadpool thing. Yeah. I mean, it came out what a month ago, almost. Yeah. And this weekend is probably the first competition has with Zootopia. And it takes Disney to knock it out. Yeah. I mean, Divergent comes out. I I think around the same time. That might. I don't even think that's gonna knock it out. Those movies suck. They are terrible. They got a good following. Though. They have a good following of teenage girls. I think this it, has a good following of adult men. I think it has a good chance of knocking it out. I think, I think with the success of Deadpool, right? Deadpool is almost at that seven hundred million mark, or it may have already made that seven hundred million mark for a movie like like Deadpool, which in my mind is one of my favorite superhero comic book genre movies. For it to make that much money um, in such a short amount of time, I think Batman vs. Superman has the magnitude to do it. And truly, I hope it does. 
because I want to see the Justice League and I want to see Aquaman. I don't want to see Ezra Miller's Flash. That might be the only caveat yeah. to the whole whole thing. But but I do want to see DC ha- be as successful as Marvel because I love those characters mm-hmm. and there's a possibility to do even bigger things and gain ground with like maybe a Stephen Amell Arrow movie or maybe a Grant Gustin you know Flash movie. It would it would make sense for for anybody of comic book fan, any type of comic book fan, to say this movie needs to do well for the the success of our future. Yeah, I don't. I agree with you with that. I mean, they even though we're Marvelites, I still want to see a good cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they haven't had a chance. They haven't really done anything in the past. I mean. They've, of course, they've made Batman, Superman movies, that Green Lantern movie, but and the Dark Knight trilogy was very successful. Yeah, they were they were great movies. They were great movies, but they were standalone movies. Yes, they're trying to do a cinematic universe now, mm-hmm. and um, so hopefully it works. It's just to make a billion dollars is going, it's going to be tough, and I'm looking at it now. They really don't have any competition until April twenty second. Jesus, what movie is that? Is that Divergent? Uh, the Ice Queen. The Huntsman. Oh, the, the Huntsman, yeah. That's the only blockbuster. That's, I mean, you that's got... That's not going to knock it You out. got Barbershop 3. That you, might... That actually might knock it out. You have my... And they open up the weekend with... Um, my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. And I saw the light with Tom Hiddleston. Okay, that's a, but good, they that's don't, a good one. But there's... I mean, there's like... Could you imagine if a Hank Williams movie destroys <laughs> Batman vs. Superman in the first week? Zack Snyder probably Actually, suicide. You know what the I'm looking at the uh, the only thing that might knock it out is Jungle Book. Yeah, because it's a Disney movie, and, and that's a, April fifteenth. But that's but you got you got a couple weeks, two to and a half ground. weeks to gain ground. Um, so uh, I think I actually think Jungle Book will hurt them. My my thing is that I believe that. Warner Brothers needs to be successful to keep the whole comic book realm successful as well. Because if if Warner Brothers, if this movie sucks, mm-hmm. and it, and it's time to rescrap everything over, and we're going to start with another Batman movie, then that might you know might influence Marvel's decisions, and they might be like, well, no one's competing with us. The only person that's competing with us is Deadpool, and that and still we get paid for some of that. So. If they if they don't have any competition, they might get a little lax with the way their movies come out. I, and I don't want to see a shitty Inhumans movie. And like I have faith behind you know Marvel Disney Studios, but I think that in order for me to be happy, DC needs to be needs to be successful. And the more we talk about it, I think this movie is going to make a billion dollars because I don't think I'm alone with that thought, that sentiment that this movie needs to be successful for. For the future of comic books. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because this is... Because this shouldn't be a gamble. Because if you can't be successful with your top property, which yep. is Justice League, yep. and this is the dawn of the Justice League, yep. if you cannot be successful with that, you can't be successful at all. Yeah, you might as well sell DC. Yeah, just just give it up. It's kind of like... And, you know, we I've been mentioning Star Wars a lot, but it's kind of like if they did a Boba Fett versus Han Solo uh, solo movie. Mm-hmm. Right? That would gross a billion dollars. Yeah. And that's... And, like, Disney doesn't look at... And Lucasfilms doesn't look at it as a gamble. 
it's like shit. This is this is a no brainer. Well, and that's how DC should be. Like this well, is a no brainer movie. Well, it's funny. Um, DC was talking about when they were doing a Wonder Woman. They were like, "Oh, it's a gamble," and then. DC or Marvel comes out and goes, eh, you know what? We're main guarding the galaxy. Yeah, here comes a talking a raccoon and a talking and a tree, a tree yeah. person, and a uh, heroes that no one knew. Yeah, exactly. And I've never heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's a gamble with a wrestler. Yeah, as one of their main stars. Yeah, and a talking raccoon and a talking tree, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know what? We're doing it. And then DC's like, Wonder Woman is our probably. She, you know, she's in the top five of DC years. Yeah. And, um, she, you know, she's to, in Trinity. To view to, that as to a To view gamble. that as a gamble and say, I don't know if we can be successful in it, just proves to me that they have no confidence. And the thing about that is, like, they're, they're a step ahead of Marvel with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because it's the first standalone female superhero. Yeah. Captain Marvel doesn't come out. For another another year, four... no, I think it comes out next year, doesn't it? No, two years from now. I'm sorry, yeah. it's 2018. So it doesn't come out for another two years, and Wonder Woman is is coming out, and you know we're gonna get to castings because I have fan casts that I would have thought were better than Gal Gadot. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I like what she's done with Wonder Woman. Yeah, she she definitely has a look. I was leery on her at first. Mm-hmm. I okay. think as was DC apparently. She's a gorgeous woman, mm-hmm. but I definitely was leery on who um, who they got the player. Uh, I had my fan casting, and mm-hmm. I know as well as you had. Um, but uh, I I like the way the outfit looks. Yeah, and there and also for that solo movie, and we'll we'll get to a Wonder Woman solo movie eventually, um, and, and an episode for that. But they can surround her with really good market names. Chris Pine's in it. You know, from he's got he's been in Disney movies, he's been in Star Trek movies, yeah. and like he's got he's got a following. Um, so if you serve, if you if you're risking if you're risking it all for one of your most popular heroes, which is bullshit in my mind, if to risk it, um, you surround her with a good cast. Yeah, um, it's the same thing with the Suicide Squad. You know, the Suicide Squad is only out because Guardians of the Galaxy was out. Yep, and it, they they needed a team. Yep, and it was a gamble. And you say, oh well, let's let's pick out the how do we combat Marvel putting out Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, we need a talking alligator. See or that, crocodile. God, if I call see that, that alligator, I'm gonna <laughs> Pete is gonna be mad at me. It's a it's a crocodile. See, that's the thing. I think Suicide Squad is a gamble. They're already working on a sequel, and I know that to to think that Wonder Woman was a gamble. And this, like, suicide to me is a is a huge game. It is because you're taking villains and making a movie, and a lot of some of the villains are are kind of side. Like you got Harley Quinn and Joker, which are your top. T- you know, yes, some I consider them top tier villains. Yeah, but then you got like the Enchantress, and then you because, Boomerang. But the Enchantress is tricky because she exists in like that name exists in both realms. She's a DC property, and she's also a Marvel property in the Thor universe, so it could be confusing with that, but then you got, like, El Diablo, and, you know, Killer Croc, you said Boomerang, a, a kind of a new iteration of Deadshot. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, Katana? Yeah. What, Katana, I think they're gonna do her right in this movie, for sure. Um, 
But yeah, I, I but, agree with you. It, it it was that's more of a gamble than Wonder Woman in my mind. Yeah, because Wonder Woman is like I said, your top five. Yep. And when when you go to Suicide Squad, like I said, you took two top tier villains, and you have them here, and then but then you're putting all these side villains that a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that's a huge huge gamble, but uh, it looks good. Yeah. And I and I think it will be successful. I don't think Suicide Squad's gonna make a billion dollars. I think they got a good director. Yeah, I th- I think it's perfect because David Ayer is a very gritty, hard nosed director. Yeah, and he doesn't take shit. No. And it looks like the, the people that and there are big names in that movie. Yeah. Um, Will Smith, um, Margot Robbie, who might who's been dubbed on many realm, uh, many, you know, people have thought that she might be the sexiest woman in Hollywood right now, um, which you know. Um, I agree with it. Um, but then you have, like, Jay Courtney, who's been getting huge. Yeah. Um, and Jesus, he... Speaking of huge, like, he... he his body is huge now. See how jacked he looked? No, I haven't. He looks enormous. But then you have, like, Jared Leto, who, you know, is a great actor. He's an Academy Award winner. Yeah. So you have, like, these bigger names that, that may be kind of diva-ish. You don't know. And to put them together and kind of juggle, like, oh, well, is this one going to work with this one well? Is that going to work... And we're also going to see Batman in it. Yeah, for for a few minutes, right? For a few minutes, yeah. The only thing we've seen is he's on top of the Lamborghini. That Lamborghini's sexy. Yeah. That's a sexy-ass car. So, um, but like I said, that's a gamble. But I I think Wonder Woman, I think they're doing it right. I agree. Um, All we've seen is stills from like World War II era. Mm -hmm. uh, And I like that superior piece. They they might be kind of going with the Captain America kind of feel. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely feel that they're going the right direction. Yeah, I think I think the I think the Wonder Woman movie is going to be great. I really do. Um, moving on from Wonder Woman to uh, Superman's, you know, Achilles, uh, Lex Luthor. What are your thoughts on Lex Luthor in this movie? I don't like him. Oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting I, for this since last week. I I do not like him. Um, I. It has nothing against Jesse Eisenberg. I just think he's a bad choice. Um, I don't like the the way they're going to... He's kind of like a... To me, and he's played him, to me he looks and feels like a David Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know... You mean a Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know who the hell they... That's his less known cousin that works at Starbucks. <laughs> but um, you have Mark... He kind of... Like this tech genius... Oh, you know, billionaire that owns this, and it's just he's he's snooty, and I don't like long hair, and I and I know we've actually seen pictures of him bald. Yeah, official pictures. The the official picture of him bald looks good. Yeah, um, but I don't know if that's for Batman vs Superman or another role. Maybe he's bald and now you see me part two. <laughs> no, I I definitely think how how you were saying earlier, it's he's kind of like um. Something happens where he's uh, exposed to kryptonite. Exposed to kryptonite or some kind of radiation, and his hair just falls out. Yeah, and then, um, but I, I don't. And then when uh, the part that I, I kind of cringed at was when they're at the the ball or the gala. Yeah, and he was like, uh, I wouldn't pick a fight with this guy. Yeah. Well. He shakes his hand. He's like, "Oh, I wouldn't pick a fight with you," and like pats his chest. And then it was like, you know, Bruce Wayne of Gotham and yeah. Clark Kent of Metropolis. And it's like, and he's just he's eccentric. And 
I, I don't know. Um, I wish they went with a little older. You and th- this is where I want to go with it because I, I I know you you didn't like it from the jump, but the thing about fan casting and the thing about rumors are we get our hopes set on the rumor because you and I both were stoked when we heard Brian Cranston was in the lead for this role. Yeah, and it's ki- it's kind of like when we we heard that Josh Brolin was in the role for or in the lead for Batman. We were pumped. It was going to be... We were like, shit, that's a perfect fan cast. He was... <clears throat> he was my top. Yeah. Brolin. For this older, gritty Batman. I don't think Ben Affleck's a bad choice. But, but back to, to Lex. You know, we want it... We want it Cranston. I want it... I want it an older... And a lot of fan casting, too, was um, Billy Zane. And I know you don't really like Billy Zane. Not a big fan. But I can see it. Uh, I wanted an older, wiser... Kind of um, more maniacal Lex Luthor, to where we're getting a young tech genius. Yeah, but he. I think if we didn't, we weren't so. I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think if we were more seduced in the the fact that we're gonna get Heisenberg as Lex Luthor because that's the role he should play. Um, and if it was completely out of blue and nobody was rumored for this role and they kept it under wraps and it said, Jesse Eisenberg is going to play Lex Luthor. I don't think we would have had such a visceral reaction because there wasn't anybody to compete with. Like, what if it was between Jesse Eisenberg, Dave Franco, and Kevin Hart? You know what I mean? What if that was the running list? And we've, we've already known that Brian Cranston wasn't even approached. Mm -hmm. So... We're seduced into thinking we're going to get this really sexy pick for the movie. And then when we get our hopes up, it's kind of like you have Balloon and you get popped as a kid. We don't get what we want. Um, I think there's so many other people that could probably do a better job than Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, definitely. But an older, an older Lex has to depict an older Clark. You know what I mean? Clark's kind of young in the movie, so he's he's more of a, the antagonist to Clark rather than Bruce. Yeah. Um, so keeping it age oriented, he he meshes well with Henry Cavill's character. Um, but Lex Luthor in other iterations never met. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. In in movie wise, because mm-hmm. uh, you have Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. who was a lot older than Christopher Reeves, Kevin Spacey, and Kevin Spacey was a lot older than Brian Ralph. I know in like Smallville. They were the same age and stuff yep. like that, but um, so I, I I know where they're going with it. Yeah. I just don't agree with it. I think that he he's a little eccentric. You're right, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And I think the the eccentricism that's probably not even the word, but his eccentric ways are going to be able to carry a villainous role. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to do he's going to do better than what. What you expect them to do, and what I expect them to do, because our, you know, our thoughts of that and our feelings for it are so low, our mm-hmm. expectations. So he might be a shining star of this. I don't see it, but I think that he's going to be. I think he's going to be better than what you and I are expecting, because, like I said, our expectations are. I so hope low. so. It could. I don't want to say it could make or break. This movie, because a lot of things could make or break this movie, but going forward, Lex Luthor. I hope they don't kill him in this friggin' movie. Um, if Lex Luthor, if he does a great job, Lex Luthor goes on to the Man of Steel sequel, and he could be a background player in the Justice League, and it could even go up to the Injustice storyline, like we talked about last last episode, mm-hmm. 
where that could be a way to kind of move on from Superman, where yeah. you do look at Justice, uh, Justice storyline. We discussed Doomsday in the beginning, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm still kind of sitting on my grudge against the creation of this Doomsday. Yeah. So do I. Um, I think he's a good av- adversary for mm-hmm. Superman, uh, just because his abilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got su- superhuman strength, speed, stamina, interval. Invulnerability? Invulnerability. Gotcha. He, he has a healing factor. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know of any heroes here, but he uh, cannot be subject to telepathy. That's good. So... Are there any telepathic heroes in a... I don't... In the DC Universe? Enchantress, maybe? She's possessed by a witch. But, yeah, like... I don't know, man. Mr. McBizzick? <laughs> maybe. But, like, none that we'll see. Yeah. Um, but, no, he's... I think he's a good adversary. He's, uh... I mean, obviously, everyone knows him as... He killed, killed Superman. Superman. In 1992. And, uh... They, they created him strictly. They needed a... Um, a foe to fight. Yeah, because Super- Superman is a beast. Mm-hmm. And he can just... If you throw out a cookie-cutter villain, he's going to tear him apart. So he needs somebody that's going to kick his ass. Yeah. And I, and I like that. And, when they, and they created him... Uh, his first appearance was in the Man of Steel. It was a cameo in November of 92. And then the following um, feature, he, he was a... Prominent figure. That's crazy that like he gets his first appearance in ninety two and then kills Superman in ninety two. Yeah, like between a month, which is crazy. But I want to move a little bit further from the the appearance of Doomsday because we know where where I stand and we know where you stand. Is it too soon that Doomsday is dropped in the movie? Because think about it, you're you're seeing a movie where either Batman or Superman could be viewed as a villain. You got Lex Luthor partying in the mm-hmm. background, and now you're throwing in Doomsday. Is there two? Is, is it going to be? Is it going to be an Amazing Spider-Man number two, where there's multiple villains and you know you got you're you're lost? I I, th- I honestly think it, it it's too much. Okay. And and we've talked about this before because not only that, but there's going to be cameos of other Justice League. Yep. So it's not just you have your Trinity and then you have your Lex Luthor and and also too another thing too. That, these are people that never been introduced yet. Absolutely. So it's kind of forced. And, it, that, and that's how we've talked about before that I didn't like DC's plan of doing this. Yeah, it's a backwards approach. It should always be origin stories. You need to know these people. Um, and, and you touched on it. Um, you know, we're going to see we're gonna see Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry. Mm-hmm. Not as Aquaman, but as Arthur Curry. Um Hell, we might see him as Aquaman. I'm not sure. We're going to see Ezra Miller, but I don't think we're going to see him outside of a red, red yellow streak going through the streets. So you think it's going to be Barry Allen? I, I don't even think we're going to see Barry Allen. I think we're going to see a streak of the Flash. That's it, like moving through. And uh, we're going to see um, Cyborg, yeah. Ray Fisher playing Victor Stone. Um, so, But he's going to be human. He's not going to be worked on yet. So we're going to see those three guys, and then immediately we, they're going to be thrown into a movie next and st- which is starting in April, filming. Um, it's definitely a different type of approach. It's not the approach I would take, but 
maybe we're being misled by all these previews. And maybe Doomsday is that cliffhanger. And, like, that, and that's what I said earlier. Yeah. I, think, I think that's going to... But still... Like, they fight they fight to it. Wonder Woman comes in. Maybe Wonder Woman... You don't see Wonder Woman until the very end. And Wonder Woman swoops in and pretty much saves them from Doomsday's blast. And they go, is she with you? No, I thought she was with you. And that's how it ends. Fade to black mm-hmm. credits. You're good to go. What if that's the way it ends? Are you satisfied with that? No, but I, I think that's how it's going to happen. But does it... Does it does it help your approach to being too much at the same time? No, not at all. Okay. See, it, it does a little bit of that for me because I can be like, all right, you you know Doomsday is going to be in there, but you don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm going into it thinking like, oh shit, we're going to have Lex, we're going to have Batman fight Superman, we're going to have Doomsday, we're going to have Wonder Woman, we're going to have all these Justice League members thrown in there. The government hates Superman. There's so much to go. And then like it plays out like a beautiful symphony where the ending is... Doomsday, and mm-hmm. that's your threat for the Justice League, which I, I can get behind that. Um, but then again, I can see it just falling to shit. And Doomsday is introduced fifteen minutes into the movie, and Wonder Woman's in there, and then you know Cyborg gets burned up, and you know the Arthur Curry is is pissed off at Batman, or more pissed off at Superman because he's vulnerable to Aquaman's trident mm. and he throws a trident through him and now you know you have turf war everywhere yeah you can't be you have to go to Watchtower to get the hell away from all this stuff um speaking of easter eggs you know we're gonna see more members of the Justice League as yeah. we've, we've talked about did you pick up any of the easter eggs that we, we've seen uh, that I've seen I've seen two yeah um, I've, se- I've seen uh, the Joker suit okay I did not see the Dark Side logo okay so the, the Joker suit you're talking about is the... Not the Joker suit. The, um, the statue of Robin, Robin where it says, ha, 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 Batman jokes on you. Yeah. Um, who, which Robin is it? Uh, think it's Todd? Yeah, I, I read it was Todd. It's not your boy Dick? I, I don't think it's Dick. Sure it's not Dick? I'm sure it's not Dick. Not Dick this time. No Dick this time. No Dick this No time. Dick in this episode. No. Um, do we see Dick? Do you think we see Dick Grayson? No. Why not? You want a Nightwing. Yeah, why don't we see Nightwing? Wouldn't that make sense? It would. He would be a great in-between for those two because, you know... He would fit. Mentored by Batman and that as Robin, but then also mentored by Superman to become Nightwing. Yeah. That would be fucking awesome. I think it would work. Yeah. And we're not going to see... I don't think we're going to see Robin. No. What if um, Sco- Scoot McNary's in the movie, right? Yeah. What if Scoot McNary's Robin? He ain't got no legs. Who do we think he's playing? Jimmy Olsen? I think he... I... Is he playing Krang? I well, you know, he he like it's reported he has no legs. Yeah, I know. I know he's been CGI'd. Um, so I I think it's a Jimmy. So Jimmy gets crushed. Jimmy gets crushed and got no legs. Oh God, that's a dark turn. But then, does that mean that um, the James Olsen and Supergirl is non-existent anymore? Will well, they kill him? That has. But we've seen that the properties can't coexist. Right, with um, Amanda Waller got killed in Arrow. Yeah, but that's... I know they're crossing over with Flash. Yeah. But I think it's different. That's not fair. It's not fair at all. It's a different Makes network. me upset. It's a different network. Yeah, it makes me, it makes me upset. It makes me super upset. All right, so it's been confirmed as Jason Todd. I, I wouldn't say confirmed. Okay, but it's been speculated as Jason Todd. Yeah. Which is super disappointing to me. Um, because, again, I'm going to go through another movie where I don't see Jason Todd. 
I think I, we haven't really seen Robin since the nineties. No, not a lot of um, don't. The last Robin we really saw was Jason Gordon, uh, Jason Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, um, saying he's his name is Robin. That's about it. Um, and then you don't get anything out that you're left with that yeah. bullshit. Um, all right, so we had the Robin that is speculated to be Jason Todd, and then Dark Side logo is there's a cornfield kind of vibe ish, and the Dark Side logo is the um, the Omega logo is. Um, in the crop circle. Okay. So that could be potentially. And we talked about him last week. He w- he would be a cool villain. Yeah, and I got it wrong, so I'll make an amendment that I said it was a Superman or a Superboy or a Wonder Woman com- uh, comic, and it was actually my uh, Super Friends pal Jimmy Olsen comic, um, where he originated. Um, so I'll make that. That would be. I don't, I don't know. I think. I hope we don't see it. Um, dark side in this movie because then then we're just it's a clusterfuck in my opinion um so they are the only easter eggs that I've picked up on Mm -hmm. um I know Jenna Malone was supposed to be in the movie yeah and now she's not yeah she was her her part was cut theatrically um for the theatrical release and is gonna be in the rated R DVD Blu-ray combo mix um what do you think about that that Batman, who's probably, like we said, the most popular superhero, is going to be now have a rated R movie released. Granted, it's you know PG thirteen in the theaters, but I I don't I don't really agree with that. I mean, I think they're just going to try to capitalize on Deadpool success, mm-hmm. and I I feel a lot of people are doing it, and I don't agree with because Deadpool had to be R. No, yeah, you just can't make like an R rated X Men. R-rated Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, certain... certain R-rated Spider-Man would be terrible. Yeah. But certain heroes just don't fit. And Batman is gritty. And yeah. I can see where they're going to... It's going to be more violent. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be more violence than curse word. I mean, it might have a... Have a fuck there and, or something like that. But I think it's more of a... More violent. Yeah, I think... I think you get. I think the FCC looks at it as two fucks can be in a PG thirteen movie, and if there's three fucks in it or a nipple, it goes into R because we know in X Men Apocalypse in the Red Band trailer, Magneto turns to Apocalypse and says, "Who the fuck are you supposed to be?" Which I don't think that was needed, but um, and and this coming from a guy who curses pretty much every sentence, um, but I think that you're exactly right. Capitalizing on Deadpool's success, um, Wolverine should be a rated R movie. I, I think Batman should not. No. Um, if the Assault on Arkham animated film were to become live action, that should be rated R because there's a ton of sex in it. I think that that should be rated R. Um, Batman vs Superman, absolutely not. There is nothing R rated about that. No. Um, it is going to be the violence. Yeah, it, and it's not like. They don't show gratuitous violence in this, in, in in superhero movies. There's no heads being completely ripped off. It's not Deadpool, um, but you know that's that's my gripe about it. Who do you think that Jenna Malone is playing though? Back to our Jenna Malone topic. I think Robin. Did you read that Zack Snyder came out and said she's not playing Barbara or Robin? Then I don't. Know. Came out yesterday. Then I don't know. That's that's a what if she's what if she's actually playing Mira. She's got red hair. Granted, it's short. I would really... If if they're going to stay true to the Batman Dark Knight Returns 
storyline, I think she'd make a great Robin. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do a little time jump then, if that's the case, where we don't have, you know, Dick Grayson's not getting any love, Jason Todd's not getting any love, <laughs> Tim Drake's not getting any love, and Damian Wayne. Not Damian Wayne's, but Damian Wayne <laughs> is not getting any love. So I think that's a little, little too advanced for my liking. Um, if she's playing Mira, then the Amber Heard rumors are all put to bed. Yeah. But we won't find that out until probably July, August. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like a Star Wars kind of thing where the movie gets released like five months after in theaters. Yeah. So maybe we have a chance to see it before the new year. Um, let's get to the juicy parts. The super juicy details. Casting choice. I'll hit you with a character. You tell me if it was a good or a bad choice and your thoughts on it. Okay. Ben Affleck, Batman. I like him. I, for the Batman they're going with. Yeah. The gritty, older, more weathered Batman, I like him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not this thin, lean Christian Bale. Yeah. He's more of a stockier, built yeah. Batman. And the only other, like, he wouldn't have been on my radar. Yeah. Like I said earlier, Brolin was. I, I was Brolin all the way. I'm okay with Affleck. I like Affleck's choice. Um, I think Redemption is definitely in his wheelhouse um, because he played Daredevil. Yeah. And that was so um, shit on, I guess. But, you know, Ryan Reynolds did it. Chris Evans did it. Give Ben a chance, right? Um, he's not thin at all. In fact, people are calling him Fat Batman. Which is preposterous because they they wanted to put a muscle suit on Ben Affleck. It's kind of like the Ryan Reynolds thing. Um, they want to put a muscle suit on him. He was too big to put the muscle suit on. That's yeah. pure muscle. But if people look at the like the Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Returns, that's how he looked. Mm-hmm. He was actually more weathered than that. Yeah, he was huge in in that movie. Yeah, um, and Ben Affleck's not a skinny dude. No, like he was jacked in the town. Yeah, so. I, I think he was a really good choice. We've talked about Henry Cavill. You're still you're still a fan of him, right? Yep. Okay, good choice. Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg. Don't like him. All right, not at, said, all. Nope, boom. not at all. Nope. Not at all. Okay. I think uh, he's not my first choice. He's not my last choice. I'm curious to see how he does. Um, I will say this: if they were going to go with a younger version, I think Daniel Radcliffe would have been a great uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, I also think James McAvoy would have been a very good Lex Luthor. They wouldn't have done that because he it's would, too, he would, look, he would look, be bald and looked exactly like Professor, Professor X. X. But I think they would have been good. I also think Clark Gregg would have been a, a really good older Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, and then Brian Cranston as well. Um, Gail, Gail Godot as Wonder Woman. Wouldn't have been my first choice. Okay. My first choice would have been, um, she's a little older now, was Kate Beckinsale. Okay. Okay. Um, I loved her from Underworld. Yeah. And when she was getting big in that... She rocks a mean cat suit. Yeah. She could have been a perfect Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She's got the... See- and she's older now. She's in her 40s. Um, but she's definitely... She's good looking. She's fit. Yeah. She can do action scenes. She's she is a little bit um, more muscular than what Gal Gadot started as. Um, that was the main gripe, dude. Like, I know you and she's I were too like, tiny. she's too, way too tiny. Well, she's, she's a supermodel. yeah. Uh, she's an Israeli supermodel, if I'm not mistaken. She's Miss. She was a in Miss Universe. If I'm. She was in Fantastic, or not Fantastic War, uh, Fast and Furious. Though. Yeah. Uh, that that's her, you know, her movie credits. Yeah. Um, 
want to hear my fan cast? Yes. I think she would have been great. Um, she's got the action background. She's got the build. She's a little older again. Um, but she's already been cast in the DC Universe and it's Katrina Law. I thought if she wasn't Nisa Al Ghul, I think she would have been perfect for Wonder Woman. But she's a, she's a, essentially a nobody. Yeah. Um, if you didn't watch Spartacus, you didn't know who she was. No. Um, but pick picture. I think Gal Gadot was in Fast and Furious. She wasn't. No, she a was. She, she's man. a nobody. So Katrina Law could have. I think she could have killed it as Wonder Woman. She's got the look. Uh, I know a lot of people wanted Megan Fox to be Wonder Woman. No. Um, and that would have been a gamble. Um, I don't even like her as April O'Neil, but um, that would have definitely been a gamble. I think Katrina Law would have been a great. Great cast as as one of them. That's my um, my thought, but I like that Gal Gadot put that on um, that thought, that that weight on her shoulder and said, "This is what I'm gonna do." Yep. You guys don't like me as as a choice. You'll like me after you see the movie. This is this is what it's gonna be like. It's gonna be a great movie. You're gonna love me as it, and I'm gonna look the part. And you know, she definitely looks the part. Yeah, she did well. She worked out a lot, um, and I'm I'm happy that she's Wonder Woman. Um, I'm proud of where she came from. Like I'm a like an uncle that's super happy for her. Um, but I'm I'm stoked to see how she uh, how she handles it and how she uh, portrays this movie. Next, your favorite, Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry, aka Aquaman. Nope, <laughs> don't like it. I I know you like it. Love it. I, love I it. don't. I don't. I love it. I think this is gonna. I think this is going to shift him from... You said that he was a wooden actor. He is. He's a very wooden actor. I think this might get him out of that. I think it's going to be Aquaman wooden. Wooden Aquaman? Yeah. I'm... So just Driftwood? <laughs> Driftwood. Okay. Aquaman, Driftwood, the movie. Sounds fantastic. Um, I think it's a good cast. Um, I'm going to continue to think it's a good cast. I think it looks awesome. I like the... I, I like it. Um... But we'll we'll talk about that after the movie. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Flash because I don't give a shit about that. Um, and I think everybody who's listens to this knows how we feel about the Flash. Yeah. What do you think about Alfred? The casting of Alfred. I like him. I like Jeremy Irons. Uh-huh. I always have. Um, I mean, there's just so there's not so many British elderly men out there. You got Anthony Hopkins. You got Michael Caine. Michael who's already playing. <laughs> you got. Uh, and then you got like Patrick Stewart and McKellen who already are yep. in certain roles, so they're out of the running. You could have picked any old man from um, Game of Thrones, though. <laughs> yeah, but if they wanted to go known, I think Jeremy Jeremy Irons is right. It's a good there. choice, and he looks like he's he's not a butler. He looks like he's like a badass assassin, like yeah. former marine, kind of like what Sean Pertwee's doing in mm-hmm. um, in Gotham. So I think yeah, I agree. Um, that's a good casting as well. Let's move on to the question for the ages. Whose team are you on? You're on Batman or you're on Soups? Batman. Is it bad that I, I call him Soups? No, I just... Does that take away from Soups? You, you, you're probably hungry, so you're just... Soups. I just want a big chunky soup. But yeah, big Campbell. So you're on you're on Batman's team. Just because I like Batman better. Okay. Um, and I agree with him if, if that's the way how we feel is he is against Superman because of Superman can destroy the world. I agree. And that's where I'm at. And alone, too, just because I'm, I'm a bigger Batman fan than Superman. But. Right, this is where I'm at. I'm on Team Superman. 
I didn't see that you coming. You didn't see it coming. Didn't see that coming. I think the only way Batman's taking me down is if he's got kryptonite bat ranks. And who knows? He might be working with Lex and he has it. But I look at it as, you ungrateful son of a bitches, I just saved you from what could have been the annihilation of your world. Zod was coming in and he was going to turn this world into skulls. See, I, I agree with that point. Yeah. But I still like Superman. You like Batman better? Batman better. I'm going to pick Superman because it's like, what have you done now for me? I just saved your ass. Yeah. And listen, Batman, you have no idea who I am. I have no idea who you are. And we're both portrayed terribly in the media because this Batman is a vigilante who is branding criminals with bat logos. Yeah. So you're just as bad as I am. Granted, you do it to humans, and I do it to buildings. Yeah, yeah I tore down your building, you have a gripe. I can't fix it, I'm not, a, also I'm not too, an architect. And then the way I look at it is, how many innocent people were in that building? Yeah, but how many innocent people were spared because you didn't kill the Joker? Or the Penguin? You don't kill anybody. Batman kills nobody. So you're killing innocent lives as well as I am. The sacrifice of... 50 innocent lives in one building. I can I can justify that as opposed to a global eradication. Mm. You know what I mean? So Zod's endgame was to destroy everybody and start fresh, and that was going to be Krypton's breeding ground, right? It was going to be a new Krypton. Yeah. So if you knew what was going to happen, you'd thank me. Which you did. You built me a cool statue. I, I'm appreciative of that <laughs> yeah. in Metropolis. Thank you. But... I don't want these senators and these congressmen calling me in and have to explain my actions. It, my actions should speak louder than what really happened. Mm-hmm. You knew that I'm not going to go out there and destroy all the buildings because I want to. It's because I had to. So I'm going to pick Superman for that. Um, but I do think, I think at the end they're going to be best friends. They're going to be friends at the end because they're going to start Justice League. Because we're, you know, there's no guessing on that. We already know what's going to happen. Um... So in the last few things that we've, I want to discuss, um, we've already talked about DC, our opinions on DC rushing the process by, by making this. So yeah. we don't have to go into that any further. We've picked our sides. We, we've discussed the, the costumes. Where do we go from here? Where do you think, like, where should we go from here? I mean, they're going to go Justice League. We all know that. But that's what I mean. Like, with the Justice League, where do we go? Dark side. All right, so you want to go right out dark side. Dark side. So how does Doomsday factor into this? I don't know. <laughs> it's tough, right? Yeah. Because you th- you and this is and this is nothing to, against what you just said, but that's how most people are looking at it. You see Dark Side's logo. Most people haven't because they're not they're not as uh, meticulous as I am. Because I want to. I look at everything. I do more online searches at work than I do work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you see that, but then you also see Doomsday. You, Doomsday's in the forefront. Yeah. So with Doomsday in the forefront, not knowing how it plays out, where do, like, are we going Doomsday in Justice League? Or is Doomsday the villain for Superman 2? So there's a lot of holes and there's a lot of questions that we, we need to, to think about. Um, well, we need, well, we need to answer, not think about. Um, the la- this is the last thing I promise. Um, Frank Miller has done a lot of junkets this week, it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, and he had said that he is not going to watch 
Batman versus Superman. Well, he'll probably be dead by then. He's not going to be dead in two weeks. He, do you, have you seen him lately? I have seen him lately. If you... <laughs> now, he didn't create Batman. No. But he influenced the storyline. Yeah. Does he deserve the credit for this storyline in this movie? Should Frank Miller get credit? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right? Do you think that if you were Frank Miller and you didn't get credit and, you know, they kind of strayed away from your your take at Batman, would you would you feel slighted in any way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So you and I are in agreement. Yeah. I think that at the end it should, like, special thanks to Frank Miller. No... The creator of Superman should be there. The creator of Batman should be there. But also Frank Miller for giving the storyline yeah. of where we're at. That, that's all. That's all I wanted to, to mention. I knew I forgot it a while ago. But it came back to me. It's all coming back to me now. You know that song? Yeah. It's a beautiful song. All right, Chuck. We have, what, two weeks? Maybe 20 days until this movie comes out? Yeah. It comes out on the 25th, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So we have 20 days from when we're recording this. This goes up on my birthday. On the 9th. And by then, we're, we're writing it. I can't wait for it. I'm going to buy a shirt for the movie, which is super douchey on my opinion. I already have one. I Well, I bought that one for you, so we're yeah, ready yeah. to go. Um, so, whether you're on Batman's side, whether you're on Superman's side, we're going to enjoy it because this is the for the future of our love of comic book movies and our love of the whole superhero fandom. So... You know, go Superman on my side and go Batman for you. Um, but that's all I have for today. So, uh, toodles.